that to be who you are every day of your life and never care about anybody who gets in your way that said you're not doing something the proper way. Because what happens is this, you start to create a whole bunch of people that aren't even yourself. You, you never figure out who you are. You, you never live up to your dreams, your ambition. You, you live up to what whoever is around you that you like so much that you want to emulate and be like so much, you live their dreams. You lose your power. The ultimate power is owning yourself. Makes me think of the lotus. The lotus is a flower that grows in swamps, and yet it's one of the most beautiful flowers in the world. So this first way to navigate hard times is to really gather perspective, to really ask yourself, you know, to go up to your mountaintop and then look, look across and really get a sense of the truth of what's going on. You know, your gratitude, what you're grateful for, how could this be worse? Uh, perspective also in, involves remembering the shortness of life. It's okay, you use whatever means you want to feel the sweetness of your emotion. But you must understand, it's the sweetness of your emotion. I'm asking you, what happens within you? Why is it determined by somebody else? What happens within you if it's determined by somebody else? This is the worst form of slavery. Not only love, your happiness, your joy, your peacefulness, your love, anything that happens within you, when your inner experience is determined by something or somebody, that is the worst form of slavery. Discovering your why is just the beginning. In order to enjoy all the benefits of having a clearly articulated why, you'll need to have the courage and discipline to use it. Like Thomas Edison said, vision without execution is hallucination. There is an ideal order of implementing your why, though sometimes reality does get in the way, and it all starts with you. Our natural tendency is to start with the tangible. We define our value by what we do. What we do in life is, we've all gone through suffering, we've all gone through hard times, and we've made it. But when you're in the midst of suffering, what our mind does is this. You think about the now, and there's no strength in it. Most people never go after what they want because they don't know every step they have to take to get there. Now, the only rule for reaching a goal that you have to know is knowing where you're going and knowing that you're going to get there. You do not have to know how you're going to get there. Because I think few things are as powerful to wake you up, to remind you about what's most important, to fuel your energy, to get you into the game so you let go of your fears and you do what you need to do to get big things done than connecting to your own mortality. When you realize that every single day could be your last, or when you appreciate that no matter how long you live, life is a short ride, you just sort of let go of the fears and you let go of the limits and you live full on and you seize opportunities and you have real conversations with real people and you sort of wear your heart on your sleeve and you bring on the fullness of your authenticity and you do whatever it takes to get your loftiest dreams to get done.
is your life in pursuit of happiness or is it an expression of joy? No, love is not something that you do. Love is something that you can become, it's your quality. If your mind is in a certain way, it's joyful. If your emotions are in a certain way, it's loving. This is the quality of sweetness of body. If your body becomes sweet and pleasant, it's called health and pleasure. If your mind becomes very pleasant, it's called peacefulness and joyfulness. If your emotions become pleasant, it's called love and compassion. If your very life energy becomes pleasant, it is called blissfulness and ecstasy. You need an ideal because you have nothing to aim at, but an ideal is a judge, and you always fall short of the ideal. So how the hell can you have the benefits of having an ideal without having the crushing blow that goes along with having the judge that always regards you as insufficient? You need a goal, but we don't want to let your distance from the goal crush you. So you got to set up a goal, and then you got to make the goal, break the goal down into parts so that you can move towards it and you have a fairly high likelihood of doing it. Set a high aim, but differentiate it down so you know what the next step is, and then make the next step difficult enough so you have to push yourself past where you are, but, but also provide yourself with a reasonable probability of success. You only have to know two things. You have to know where you're going and you have to know that you're going to get there. You've got to see it in your mind. Now this is the beautiful scenario. This is what it's all about. Save that in your mind and think of it often. Think, every time you think of your goal and you're trying to figure out how you're going to do it, what's the next step? That's all you really have to know. One step at a time and you'll get to wherever you're going. We live on a tiny planet in a large galaxy with trillions of other planets. Are our problems really that big? That's perspective. Your body, your mind, your soul, they want to communicate with you, but they can't communicate with you if you're always rushing around and everywhere all over the place. So the answers, the answers are not within me, the answers are within you, and they become more clearer as you become more silent, more still, and allow yourself to have that inner connection from your inner guide. This life is a complete life by itself. If this is a complete life, it's joyful, loving, wonderful by its own nature. Now, when it's feeling so wonderful, it may want to share this wonderfulness with people around. You can share this with thousands of people, but you also want a more intimate sharing to happen. For that you need one person.